The Damaged Goods Podcast. Bringing it to, like, one time we was, we were smoking. We, we used to live in the same crib, so I brought it down for us to smoke, and then it ended up just staying there, and, like, he ended up, like, basically taking it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, I, uh, so I fucking, I was like, all right, well, time to pull out the fucking bong. So then when I pulled it out, I was just hitting it regular, and then my shorty was like, yo, put some water in that shit. Yeah, like, burn you know, throat, yeah. yeah, she's a fucking connoisseur with that shit, so she just fucking hit, hooked me up, you know? But I haven't cleaned it since then, so. Can I ask you, was the gentleman who gave you the six-foot-long bowl, was he a white man? Was he Was he a Caucasian? Hell yeah. Yeah, my detective served me right. If he wasn't, I, my mind would have been blown, but most of the time, anybody with a six-foot-long glass smoking device. He's yeah, a or a big-ass bong that he gives you. Yeah. It's got to be a white guy. That's Good. a fact. Yeah, I mean, I was smoking joints and blunts, and then I meet, met some kids like, and not a regular, not a regular like twenty, not a twenty year old white guy either, or thirty. These, these guys that smoke this type of shit are like 50, 60, yeah. 60 so you know what I mean? Best dudes to smoke with. It's like some sixty year old white dude who's not stopped oh, smoking weed yeah. since he started. Yo, uh, this this Facts. he can this, roll uh, a man fucking one second. This ganja consuming voice is a uh, is a repeat offender on damaged goods. He is a producer. He's a DJ. He's an entrepreneur. Um, ST the squad member DJ Deadeye, he's back in action, yes, sir. Live in from Lawrence, building. Massachusetts, the cold while, East coast tundra while filling the bong. And that's if you can't watch this, listen with your ears for the sound of the bong bubbling. The water in it is the best part. That that noise yeah. is the best part, dude. I can't even make that sound, son. That's like for like connoisseurs right there, like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, you know, growing up, listening to hip hop, like we both did, and getting into smoking weed when we were young, 12, 13. And, you know, most of the hip hop- Yo, to be honest with you, I wasn't even a young smoker. Oh, you're a late bloomer. Good for you. You have better developmental brain shit than I do. Your frontal lobes and what have you is probably much tighter. Yeah, I didn't start smoking bud until I was like 19, 20, something like that. That's probably smart. I wish I waited till I was 26, but it didn't happen that way. Uh, but it didn't stunt my growth. I'm six foot two and a half. I'm big, two hundred. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't fuck me up either, man. Yo, maybe if I didn't, I would have been like seven foot, and I would have been dunking on fools, getting paid from the NBA. But I don't have those kind of uh, coordinative skills. Uh, yeah, that would have been crazy, bro. You would have definitely been on a team or two in, in mass. That's for sure. Sweet, but I just, yeah, uh, dude, I'm better at writing things down than. You would have been on fucking whatever, fucking. Brain tree mass or some shit, some <laughs> wild ass, some wild ass school and shit. Yo, they just see tall ass white guy. <laughs> <laughs> when we were little, not when we were even little, but even now, but like most of the music you and I grew up on uh, is pretty similar in terms of the hip hop. And most of these artists smoked mad weed, or at least you would be led to believe so from the music and the imagery. Yeah. Even, and the skits and shit on the albums, all that. It used to break my heart when I would find out somebody didn't smoke weed, but like would rap about it. You know, like when I found out like 50 Cent, Jay-Z weren't really smoke weed. I was like, oh, but you told me he was. And it hurts. Or like Jay-Z, Jay-Z like would dibble and dabble, but he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like Memphis Bleak who would tell you every song that he was smoking. And and every time he seen him, he'd be smoking. You know what I mean? And Yo. it wasn't like Siegel. Siegel was fucking doing all types of. Oh yeah, up. he was on some other shit. He, he would have yeah. parted with my Kelly, you know. It's true. Regionally, regionally, there's different like substances that are popular. Uh, yeah, 
And if you say you are a, a weed smoker in Philly, they're like, whatever, dog, beat it. Yeah, they're trying to take some. Like we smoking, we smoking and bombing fluids and shit. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's so gnarly down there. I mean, now like, the pills, the pills was big out there, and the, um, smoking I mean, the wet was huge in the um, I think in the nineties or the the early two thousands and shit. You know, see, I remember like seeing Petey Crack all fucked up on videos, all leaked out off that leak. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Seagull too. Seagull Siegel used to smoke. They used to dip the cigarettes in the in, in the embalming fluid and smoke it. You know? That was like a regular. It's like a regular stove for them. I did that as a child, as a not as a child, but as a teenager, a few times. Uh, first time by accident. It was like Friday. This dude just put dust in the blunt without telling us our boy, our boy yeah. quotes. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, right? It's always the boy that puts you onto the fucked up shit. He didn't even put us on. He's like, oh, we were all like, yo, what the fuck's what, what is this? He's like, oh, boy, I put some angel dust in it. Yo, it's angel does homes <laughs> but yo that doesn't i can't really fault him because years later on my own accord i would willingly participate in that shit like an idiot yeah but it, but you but it's because you uh like you heard about it and you were like oh shit i want to try this shit yeah you're right with the other shit he's just putting it in there like hey free rides let's go Yo, Free yeah. rocks to the moon. <laughs> and I, you, you, you are. If anyone was to ask you about hip hop, you, you, uh, you have quite an ear and a knowledgeable brain to go with that. Thank you, brother. Your favorite weed smoking rappers. I mean, where it's their character, it's their, it's their entity. It's, it's not just something they do, but it's very much part of their essence as an artist. Top yeah. three weed smoking rappers. Well, gotta be Redman, and and then yeah. probably. Probably Method Man right after that because, or vice versa, you know, you, you can, can switch. Better have to be one person. I'll, I'll let you. Make All right, cool, one. cool. That's one person. Um, screaming. I'm I would have to say Devin the Dude. Hell yeah! You just made my day with that number two. Devin the Dude. And then three, you know, you could put you could put Be Real in there. You could put Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean Cheech and Chong. You could put in there. They're musicians. They're artists. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit. Uh, I know uh, back in the day, Jay Rue and them used to smoke Mad Bud. Oh, you know, um, all, the, all the Gangstar dudes was potheads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, I know I know in Memphis, uh, 3 6 used to always be smoking Bud oh, yeah. and 8-Ball and MJG and them dudes too. So, Mad you know, there's so many. But I say the top three would be like Red and Meth, Devin the Dude, and then like probably Snoop, bro. You know? yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so associated with ganja. You know? Yeah, he probably be Snoop, man. Yeah, man. He, so, he's probably number one on a lot of lists, to be honest. For most people, I mean, Devin the dude. For people that don't really fuck with hip hop, pride don't know him, and like, oh, I'm you know who? It, you know who too? Wiz Khalifa. Oh yeah, true. Him currency, and currency. Yeah. Currency. Yeah. Shit, them dudes always smoke talking about Bud. Yeah, that's all they rap about. That's much. all they rap about. You know what I mean? So yeah. shit. Or two, if I was fucking rich with my cars and shit, you know, throwing weed at peasants, just whipping yeah. drugs. At Especially people. like my man, I put my man on. He becomes one of the biggest growers in the industry or in the game. Period. Oh, uh, I'm talking about Wiz and Burner and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, now I got my own fucking weed. I'm throwing that shit at everybody. Yeah, it's kind of ill. It's kind of ill. Yeah, it's super ill. And yo, real mad random Burner. I we had met in 2008. Me and Term. Met him. He had opened up for, uh, we was on a on the Red MF uh, Still High tour in uh, Minneapolis, and he um he opened for that show. Oh, word. so then later on in the back, uh, in the back room, we chilling, and um he gets term and evidence and Al and Alchemist on a song, 
works and they go to the lab and work on that. You know what I mean? But man, random, we, we met Burner in like 08. Crazy. That's wild. It's weird when like- Yeah, he was just like a, like a regular opener, like a regular opener dude, dude. That's ill, man. You're, you've been back doing shows a lot? What? I've been doing. I've been doing. I did one with Slane at the um at the Sinclair. That shit was crazy in Cambridge. That shit was bananas. But that was that was just a one off. Like we had we had started the you know the the wheels started moving a little bit, and then we were gonna do a, a little tour, and then like COVID kind of fucked it all up. <clears throat> when you did that show I mean, with no. Sinclair, was the energy just was you think it was extra crazy because motherfuckers hadn't been to a live hip hop show in a grip? I think that that had something to do with it too, but also like. Slane had a done hadn't done a show there, I don't think ever. Oh word, yeah. Um, and it being a venue in Boston, you would think he would. He's probably done every fucking venue. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he hadn't done a show there. I think it had to do with that too. That that was um, just people had not been out the crib for months. You know what I'm saying? Just salivating at the mouths like rabbit. Right. And then and then we had and then the show was with Master Ace. Oh, so yeah. pe- people hadn't seen Ace at that venue. And out here for a minute, too. You know what I mean? So it was dope. It was a dope dynamic. It was like old fans, like regular fans, new fans. Yeah. It's crazy when you see somebody with their kids at a show. That's one of the illest things to me. You know, no matter what genre of music, man, it's like, fuck, that's so ill. Yeah. I haven't brought my daughter to a a show yet. Probably mostly because I'm working some of them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You want to be with her. I want to be there and experience the thing. So I think eventually, probably either this year or next year, uh, I'll bring her to her first show. Some either she wants to go to or something I think she'll like. You know. How old is she? She's fourteen. Okay, so she's up there. Yeah, she can. Yeah, yeah. She's fourteen. She'll be fifteen next year. Uh, this year actually, because we're in twenty twenty two. Uh, she's a freshman in high school. You know what I mean? So shit crazy, bro. Adult shit. Wow, dude. Nah, it's just next level, bro. It's like. They don't even want to chill with you. They're in their room listening to whatever they want to listen. Like, think about you at 14. You don't want to hang out with your fucking parents, dog. Nah, nah. What? Not what, at all. You know what I mean? All ages hip-hop shows. All ages hip-hop shows. Because that's something that didn't really exist when I was young. There really wasn't all ages shows. It's something that happened, like, I just noticed it in my late 20s, really, it becoming more of a thing. Yeah, definitely more of a thing. Um, the other day, uh, I went to uh, Zarface at uh, yeah. at the Paradise. Shout out Seven Allen Esso. Hell yeah! Yeah, man. And this is this was their first tour. They had been Zarface since two thousand what thirteen or fourteen or something. For a minute for a minute. They have never toured until this time. Oh shit! It's crazy. That's wild. But uh, so uh. It was an all ages show at the, at Paradise, so there was really? fucking little kids there, all you know. Ages, all ages, that's crazy. I saw um, I saw that they had an all ages show at another place, um, like another stop on the tour, and the, and then uh, him and some little kid, like some ten year old kid, did did a verse like back and forth one one of the verses on the Zarface album, yeah. like him, him and Esso. Man, it's like you want to hear like a Jake the Snake secret fun fact. I don't. I think I hate all ages shows, <laughs> like. As a, as a regular person to go to, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I can't act the fool. I can't, just, I can't just spark up wherever and shit like that. I know what you mean. But I just felt like when the, when the show started getting like that, I don't know, something, maybe it's just me being a fucking whiny-ass whiner, but I don't know. There's some dynamic I mean, in the show. Like, you're, like a, you're like a consumer and a musician. So you're like, yo, the amount of fuckery that goes on at these shows, I yeah. probably don't want to be around a kid. 
Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And they started early as shit. So I felt like the shows were over by like 11 instead of 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what happens. It was like 9 o'clock. That's what happens, yeah. So the, the main headliner will probably go on at like 10, the latest, or like 9.30, 9 o'clock if they, got a lo- if they got a long set. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean, I guess nah, it's again, crazy. I know what you mean. Like, I'm 50-50 with it. Like, it's, it's dope. Good. It's dope because the kids... Yeah, get to see dope. like real shit and like yeah, you know you if if there's a good vibe there they'll they'll leave like inspired like yeah part of their life you know what I'm saying so that shit is incredible so, but also like the like like the amount of fuckery and the amount of drunken morons and yeah. and just people high on wild shit that goes on there or people that are just there to to release they don't even drink or or yeah. smoke or nothing they're just there to wild out and have fun and yeah. take it in the moment it's a different level of human behavior for a kid to be around too you know what i'm saying i mean it's it is really good for the artists too like it's more and not to sound like this is what it's all about but it's a chance to widen your fan base make some more money yep. spread your music nice. i'm more maybe like 60 40 on it yeah you know what I'm saying? like i, I, I actually it. like it more than i don't like it yeah but there are parts of the shit where you know things could get crazy you know yeah I was what if a fucking fight breaks out near your kid, nigga? You're wildin'. I'm spazzing out, bro. <laughs> Yo, I'm getting my kid the fuck out of there, and I'm beating the shit out of whoever the fuck's next to us. Yeah, dude. I've been in so many it's shows. It's a different instinct. It's a different instinct, you know? I feel like those shows, the all-ages shows, felt real safe to me. And, like, not that that's a... Yeah. That's a good thing overall. Not great. A good thing, but there was something about the danger of... Not danger, but I'm not trying to make it be crazy, but these unknown elements, like, that was something I grew up with that kind of just, I associated with it and kind of liked it a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's an edge. It's an edge. You're like, okay, I'm going to a fucking yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. going to fucking see fucking mad ball. You know yeah. shit is going to get yeah. crazy. crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not bringing, yeah, you're not bringing your kid to that shit. Hell no. Unless At all. Jacked. Unless your kid's in like DMS or some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. Shit, shout out to so oh, yo, yeah, she gets she gets wild. You know, you gotta pick and choose the right things, the right venues to have your kids at and shit, you know. Oh, man. And so uh considering, you know, like you said, you know, COVID has kind of put a damper in a lot of live shows, my fucking uh intuitive brain would assume that you must have been in the lab a bunch in, in the absence of performing and DJing out live. Yeah. Well, what's cooking up in the lab? It was, it was actually a kind of like a blessing in, in disguise, you know what I'm saying? Like I met this uh, amazing woman and, and we got cool. And then uh, I st- I was still finishing my record as well. So I was like not having to travel too much and could like really hone like my craft and like my personal life in a sense. You know what I'm saying? As- aside from being the dad and all that. But yeah, I've been, I've been cooking for a while. Um, just been taking... I've been taking time to like really figure out what the hell this is, what, what it was, uh, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? You know, what, who are we having on this, on this album and shit, you know, but, um, it started off being one album and an EP and then it just grew into two records. So you got a so double got, album? So, no, no, no. I got one album dropping right now. And then I got another one in the oh, summer. Okay. Word, word, word. I, I decided to just separate the, the energies a little bit. You know what I mean? What you do on that? You did all like the production cuts, kind of DJ it's stuff. Like, I did pretty. I mean, I did everything except like you know the way I do my shit is like um I could do all of it, yeah. or I'll take like some like pattern that's kicking around in my man's computer 
I'll take that. I'll have my man play bass on it. Then I'll have my other man come and play piano on it. Now it's a beat. Now we'll coming up with a concept. I'll get a, a person to do a hook and then go from there. You know what I'm saying? So it's basically producing a record as well. It's just a different way of going about it. So I could like like I got a record on on the on the album that I did everything. And then I have other ones where I literally like orchestrated the shit to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? What's up, man? What uh, who you got on the on the one that's coming out first? Guess why? <clears throat> the one coming out uh, right now, I got a fucking list of shit. All right, so you already know the, great you already know the fans on it. I see the squads all over it. Terminology, Easy Money, Artisans, Superstar, Snuck, Rex, Hectic. They're all over the record. Um, aside from you know them, I got Lil Fame from MOP, um, UFO Fieve, ST Nack, Flea Lord. Uh, my man Rashid Chappelle is a beast from Jersey. Uh, Slain's on it. Uh, Rusty Jooks. Uh, who else? Runt Dog. Uh, do I work with? Who's uh, down with Redman? Um, who else? We got. We got uh, most of most of Army of the Pharaohs is on it. Oh, uh, except like you know the big dogs and shit. But I got um, I got self-titled Reef the Lost Cause, uh, Out of Space, Blackistan, Block McCloud. They're all on it. Uh, Singapore King, uh, Bob Rock, a dude from dude from New York, yeah. um, Beatwise, Savanel, uh, Moss from Canada, yeah. uh, my man uh, Flash, who's a uh, little brother's producer, he DJs for Rappapool, uh, my man Trox from Portland, Beast, he's done shit with like 50, um, nice. 50 Cent to like my man Ty Ferris from, from yeah, Detroit. Ty Ferris, shout out to Ty Ferris. Yeah, shout out to Ty Ferris, man, that dude's a beast. Uh, my man Loman's on it, you know, Archetypes on it, um, Rigs. It's all over the place. It's mostly like underground heads. My man, shout out my man Jared Evan uh, on it as well. Uh, he did a hook on his song called uh, Field Goals with uh, YSP and Ren Thomas. Yeah. So it's all over the place, like in the underground space. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. No, I think that's a good um, collection of guests right there. I fuck with a lot. Yeah, of yeah. Guys. You know, it, it, it goes up and down and it got, it's, it's weird, man, like, this I didn't I didn't expect my music to um like be so like like art imitates reality shit, but it is it's so crazy how the shit is just like tying in together somehow, you know what I mean? Elaborate on that, extrapolate, man. Tell like, me so the first the first album is called Substance Abuse, right? So it was like this like mad conceptual songs on there, all different type of artists. So it was like kind of like the concept was like I OD'd. There's 20 songs, so it's like I OD'd on concepts, like 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 I like I abused it, you know. So, but it's, it was just like a concept for it, you know what I mean? I wasn't trying to kind of have everything else be like in that path as well, you know what I mean? But it's crazy how it works out. Like after that record comes out, probably like two years later, I get a DUI. Then I'm like. On, in deep depression, drinking all the time, doing drugs, smoking, smoking, doing all types of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then it took for like a, a few fuck ups to like get back. And then in that moment of coming back, like to to be like more coherent as a human being, like the music like reawoke somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to make newer shit instead of just kind of honing what i had already you know what i mean 
and then um the the this record's called intervention um so it's like somehow works in too because i got almost three years no drinking um so like it ties in with that as well you know what i'm saying like like a like a halt like a meeting to like figure out your life type shit you know and then um on the record there's a lot of shit that like touches on that shit like um you know addiction and um you know pain and drugs and shit like that and um betrayal things like that you know just a lot of a lot of shit that just it just happens and it happened in them years between like 13 and now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So all that's kind of trapped in this record too, you know? I like that. I mean, you know, art for so many people is, is therapy. That is medicine. Yeah. Some of our most like painful times in our lives are confusing or hard ones. Unfortunately produce such great art. If you, if you can channel what you do, right. If you know how to use it. And that sounds like to me, like what you're doing, did you find that it was that it was therapeutic that it helped you deal with this and kind of progress to the version of you you are now? Yeah, I didn't realize it until I like literally like detached myself from booze. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I did that, I felt the 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 vibe more because now I gotta channel that energy that I would put into maybe boozing or whatever the fuck yeah. uh into something else. And when I did that, it was it was therapeutic because it it made me hone the album. It made me make it like cohesive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like add these add these these elements that would bring up those those thoughts again, you know? Mm. How how long do you think it took like from when you <clears throat> stopped drinking and cut all that shit out till you actually became like like more coherent or clear headed, as you said, like well, how long was that process before you felt the difference? Like, holy shit, I, you know? Um, maybe like, maybe like six to eight months in. Okay. Yeah, so that's not, it's not that quick. It's not overnight. No, right? no, because you're still. For a friend. You're kind of, <laughs> for a friend. It's still, um, you're still, in your mind, you're still processing not, not touching this that everybody around you is touching and fucking with and having a blast on mm. quote unquote you yeah. know what i'm saying so, so yeah, you're yeah. still processing that some people are drinking like uh you know non-alcoholic shit just to like i don't know you know yeah. i don't know what that entails but it's a definitely a harder road than i went down you know you gotta like it's like a physical dependency on the shit you know yeah. so yeah you were more focused on the discipline of it at first to have your brain figure out like, or just acknowledge how you feel now. I just had to like, yo, I literally like made like a fucking, like I could have been really fucked up in the game. And then like, I literally like, when it happened, I made a pact with the most high. And I was like, yo, if you don't let this happen, I won't do this. Hmm. And since I stuck with it, all that shit has like been better. Yeah. So wild, bro. And to be honest, like over over time, like I, I say this now too, like even when I'm talking to like my shorty, I'm like, yo, like since I stopped drinking, my vocabulary and my the way I speak, the way I um, you know, just create, the way I the way I articulate everything is is, is more is more advanced. I don't know how to describe that, yeah, but sharper, dude. you feel sharper. I I'm, way, I'm way sharper, you know? And the only thing I could think of is like, when you're, when you're drinking, you, you're like 
literally just pouring booze on your brain. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's numbing your shit and you're just a fucking moron. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I get it. I get it. Like why it, it is like this now, but <laughs> you know, like it's it's fascinating. It's fascinating to me, bro. Like I'm like, God damn, like why, why didn't I do this earlier? You know? Yeah. But it's all good. Everybody got to learn a different way. Everybody's everybody. Everybody's life is different. You know, it's true. It's true, man. We take different paths to it. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who, who, who got sober or clean or whatever. Some use different different avenues to get that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Some, some did like that. Everybody's everybody's journey different. So they got to take different different avenues. You know, and every uh, some of them swear by like the method which they use to be the only way. And, you know, others found a different way. You know, some people got to go to rehab, some go to AA, yeah, yeah. Some find God. Some people just go cold turkey. There's different ways to do it, you know? For sure. There's no set way. Um, they have a they have a way that, that works for a lot of people. So they, you know, a lot of people push that way. But, you know, everybody's path is different, man. You know? Yeah, man. Is there anybody rapping about drinking on the new albums? Oh, I mean, I guess. Oh, yeah. Every, I mean, it's not like it's not like a sober record. It's yeah. everybody. It's all fuckery all day. That was the dumbest it's, question. It's all gangsta, it's all hood. Super that hood. Drinking is dumb. I forgot what you'd already said five minutes before. Yeah, no, the album is straight, straight like my shit, normal shit. Is, <laughs> it's still, it's literally in the same vein as the first record, which is what bugs me out because I'm in a whole other space. And like, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah. That record came out by the time this comes out. By the time this comes out and my new record comes out, it'll be 11 years since my first album. Yeah. And I didn't plan for it to be that long. It's just, it takes me like at least like seven to finish a record. Cause it's just, I don't, I don't sing, I don't rap, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta like create this shit and like get the right people involved. Yeah, yeah, they're planning. You know what I'm saying? It's a much, it's a, it's a way different, um, way, way to go about it. You know, when you um, when you stopped drinking, or like maybe you still feel this way now, did you find that you had this newfound craving for sweet shit, like sugary shit? Hell yeah, you gotta, you gotta replace that shit, whatever that is that you was abusing or just had all the time. Once you take it away, like the elements of that shit, still like your body craves those shits. You know what I mean? How many? So yeah, my fucking. My snacking went through the roof, to be honest. I mean, to be honest, yeah, it yeah. It happens to me, dude, all the time. Even if I don't drink for like four or five days. And like week, chips, fucking ice cream, fucking gummies, chocolate, all types of shit. Fucking uh, honey roasted cashews. That's my guilty pleasure. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, like the sweet shit. I want the sweet shit. You have to drink something like juice or some shit. Yeah. You usually do yeah. Super the shit that's like one percent juice, like ninety nine percent sugar. You know, acid on your fucking teeth. <laughs> facts, bro. Facts. No, but you got it. Yeah, it's a replacing thing. It's it's weird. You know, the energy doesn't doesn't like it doesn't it goes somewhere, but it's a different energy now that you have to replace. It's weird. Yo, Deadeye, you got to do me a favor and holler at your man Burner and ask him if there's a fucking. In the goddamn universe, is there a strain of ganja that will give me like reverse munchies? Because I just eat so much, dog. I'll eat you out of house and fucking home if I smoke weed. If I don't, my appetite's pretty fucking in check. I need a strain of ganja where I don't get the munchies. Yeah. Shit's wild because they give weed to cancer patients to suppress hunger. Really? 
Because I thought they gave right. it to him to get the appetite. Like my, my or, or maybe my it, maybe it's kids. maybe it's reverse that I'm saying. Yeah, my father had cancer and he would smoke. I know it does suppress it. It does suppress your hunger like right away. Like if you're hungry <laughs> and you smoke, you'll forget about that you're hungry. But then like however long after you stop smoking weed, that shit kicks in like fifty times hard. Yeah, that's what I do. I smoke weed and then an hour later, I'm I'm fucking crushing. Bro. Yo, crushing mad <laughs> Cheetos, dog. <laughs> bro, the other day I, I I ordered three sandwiches, delivery of three different sandwiches because I just was so high and hungry I couldn't just settle on one. What a greedy <laughs> motherfucker I am, dude! What an American asshole, greedy as shit. I ordered three different sandwiches because I wanted a little bit of everything because I'm and a you fat have, and you can push them away for later. Oh no, dog! I ate them all, and not real fast. It was like over two and a half hours. Over two and a half hours. Ate them. Holy Dang, shit! Thanks, and I'm in, I'm slim and trim, dude. It's nah, just, I feel you. The people like me, I'm the same way. I got the fast metabolism shit. Yeah, or, it's because I have anxiety, so my heart's rate bro, is jacked up. <laughs> I eat fucked up sometimes, and I know I'm like killing myself. I'm like no, yeah. but I'm like man, it's too good. I just had some leftover moro, some Dominican moro rice and beans, like right before we got on the podcast. I had to pick the fucking abichuelas out of my teeth. <laughs> that's bag, dog. But that's better than Cheetos. I mean, I'll still eat some fucking Cheetos. There's a bag in the cupboard that's been staring me in the fucking eye. It's been eye fucking me for like two weeks, and I haven't touched it. I might break. It's because he's trying to, you know what I mean? Trying, trying to wean off that shit. Yeah, man. New year, new me. It's too much though. <laughs> It's my it's my favorite shit. The puffs, bro. Oh, the puffs. I love the crunchies. I love the crunchies, but the puffs is my shit. Yeah. The puffs are like cement in my teeth. They are so hard to get out. You got to floss and brush. You can't eat those. I can't eat the puffs in public. I'm too. No, old. yeah, you got to be in the crib or you're not going nowhere. Yo, what kind of savage eats them in the car? Then your steering wheels. I mean, I love them, but dude, you can't eat them in the car. You're gonna get them on your upholstery. Your everything, everything, everything. Uh, yeah. Are you, uh, I'm like, a, I'm a clean ass dude by nature. And I think it's like a little OCD, you know, mm -hmm. but like music studios, recording studios, some of the best ones, the ones where I felt the most creative and comfortable were, were a little grimy. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you like to keep it in your lab? My shit is, my shit's pretty messy right now. Then it's you a good place see, to make if music. You can see there's a lot of shit. Dude, just sitting on my desk, fucking mad random toys. And fire shit. shit in there, though. Then that's why. But um, I try to keep it uh as clean as possible. The problem is uh different shit like seeps in. You know what I'm saying? Shit that has nothing to do with the studio, but it's it's here. Yeah. And it creates the clutter. You know what I'm saying? But like records are just naturally clutter shit. Oh, you know? no, I want records in the studio. I want oh, <laughs> hell yeah. You I don't like it all pristine. It feels plastic and homogenizing. You gotta sneak out to smoke weed in the stairwell. Like I don't want that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. The spot the spot we go to is like that. It's like a clean, like it's a lab. Like that's it. You go yeah. in, you gum out. You know what I'm saying? All, the only thing there is musical shit. Like when we go to mix our albums and shit at Wonka. Oh yeah, that's yeah. What, that's I, what that I, place I is. That too, you know. My fucking pre-production studio, like this one is whatever right here. But next door, that shit, I got all my records in it. That shit is just fucking Clutterville, bro. Like you just you sneaking in there, like like there's no pathway. <laughs> my boy has like a crazy record collection, and he wants me to help him like alphabetize it. It's a lot, and I'm like, bro, we're gonna have to take some Adderall and sit down for two days and do this. This is a project. I, it's, I want to do it. Like fast, fast, and yeah, we do that. Oh, yo, 
How many records he got, you think? Oh, dude, I wouldn't even, like, crate-wise, I'm guessing he's, it's not a lot, a lot. Crate-wise, we're probably looking at, like, 16. That's not that many. That's not, but to alphabetize that, it'll take fucking. Yeah, that's not a lot, but that's a lot, you know? Alphabetize, like, that's a, that's like a 10-hour day. Nah, word up. I probably got like paper bag lunch. Probably got like th- I probably got like three thousand records, something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe four thousand. Do you have it shit. organized? I got I got them alphabetized, but they're I gotta I gotta organize them. Like they're alphabetized where they are, but they need to be moved. You know what yeah. I mean? My shit's all alphabetized, but I want to alphabetize it by genre. Like I would like I want to create. Yeah, that's what I did. I did alphabetize alphabetize my hip hop. Alphabetize my yeah. uh, hip hop albums, and I alphabetize my R and B albums. I don't have my reggae albums alph- alphabetized, which is why I did, what I need to do as well. Yeah, I got, and I got, I got a shitload of jazz albums. I want to have I'm all in like alphabetized. That shit, that stuff, that stuff, those records that I have like that are definitely not alphabetized. They're they're in a, they're in an area. They're just not not organized because we literally just pick them, go through them for samples, and then put them back wherever. Like they're not they're not organized. I got to do that for those two. I mean, so my reggae and my, my reggae and like my rock and jazz and all that shit. I got to alphabetize my classical shit, all that. I don't like. I don't make. I've made beats in the past, but I'm not a producer or anything like that. So my mm. records, I have just to listen to albums or singles that I've acquired over the years. Yeah, for sure. But I my, so at this point now, I don't I, now is when I feel comfortable, which is crazy because Serato and all that shit been out for years. Now is when I feel comfortable enough to like put my records away because I know in my head I'm not bringing them out for the most part. Unless I'm getting booked for some vinyl only shit. I know I'm good. You know, what I mean, the way the digital shit is now. Yeah. But. You don't you hurt know. your back carrying crates and shit anymore. Which is shit, nice. I did that shit for stupid years. And then there was a point in time where, like, it was like I was digital, but I was like, it's not fun. So I, I literally had like, it was like part digital. I was D- DJing with like my computer, CDs, vinyl, like whatever, just to like show up and just be like, all right, what are we doing? Like, and I have like a set plan, like making the night fun, you know. Do CDJs just suck dick? Can we just say that openly? Or are, do, are we giving love to them? I, I like them as a tool for me. Um, I've used them. I've used them for a little bit. Um, they're not like ideal for showing that you're a DJ. You know? You I, I think, I, I think yo, to be honest, to be honest, these, these new mixers coming out too, they're doing the same shit because they're making it so where all you do is like punch pads and now you're ill. Like, house way like you know what i'm saying yeah uh, i mean that's why like i would assume you favor serato over those no right uh but i mean they're all serato they're all t- part of it you know what i'm saying it's wild it's like because you can use serato with all those you know with the with the new mixers that have the the mad pads with the you know the e- it echoes out it brings the shit back to the cue points the way you want it you know what i'm saying so you don't really have to bring the record back you literally just press a button you know what i'm saying it's funny. So it's all, it's all, all that stuff that, that you hate about CDJs is in everything now, you know? <laughs> the CDJ DJ became the more like the, the, the shit that people wanted to put in the new technology, as wild as that sounds. It's, it's weird. Like, 
as technology advances, sometimes like it, it, we get the smarter technology, but then we as humans are like, you know, smartphones dumbing you down or like. Uh, yeah, it's because you're learning, you're learning stuff that's supposed to be easy for you. That's why you're becoming stupid. Yeah, it's true. Or they're, or they're becoming stupid. You know what I mean? It's true. Like, it's like you, you're not going about it in a, in a long way, creative way to figure things out. They're making it easy for you. Yeah. So naturally you're becoming you're using your brain less you know yeah uh, it's wild now they got turntables with no needles what uh so what's that like what like uh, rain, rain came out with a, a turntable a serato turntable it, there's no needle it's just it plays oh, the I record. yeah i see that yeah yep I, it just plays yeah, the record and boom it, it, it ties right into the to the shit you know that's crazy then they got the phase they got the shit called phase which is a little mini like uh, electronic controller that you put on top of a record. It could be any record. It doesn't have to be a Serato record. And then that like sends the signal to the computer and you're just cutting with no needle, no nothing. Wow, dude. Nah, it's crazy, bro. It's a, it's, a new, it's a new level, bro. Yeah. I'm not good at with like uh, generally with like electronics and technology, but I know how to, when I learn to use one for exactly what I need it for, I can freak it with you're that. A master, you're a master at it. But yeah, but I don't know things generally. Like I wouldn't even understand how that works. Like what you just explained, that shit's like Japanese or German to me. Like I don't get yeah, it. Not crazy. You, you know, know you te someone teaches me how to use Logic to record a podcast or something. Now I can do that shit. You know, stack. Um, you know, yeah, not a shit though. I love, I love the I love you know the shit you're doing too. Like it's not just tied into some direct shit. Like it's not like a basketball podcast or a rap podcast or a lifestyle. It's like. All, all encompassing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's called ADD, bro. <laughs> Can't fuck yeah, but that's dope. Nah, but that's dope because you get different. <laughs> you get a different audience. You know what I'm saying? It's like people interested in all types of shit, not just one thing. You know? And it's like that's just the world I walk in. Like, so when I write shit for books and whatever, it's just like my experiences are a little crazy all over the place. So yeah. that's kind of like how I want my podcast to be. Like when I when I do it, I'm I'm. I'm going to end up doing one that's tied directly to something first just to get my feet wet. But then I want to do like uh, something like that, you know, something that's like uh, worldly more or or just more universal, you know? Yeah, I'd like to think of myself as worldly if I could be pretentious for a second. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe myself as well. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, most definitely. I think artists we've moved around we've, we've seen some things yeah man like if you're in the music or any art you, you were you're traveling but you're also like you want to learn about different music from different places and then you the people behind that and i don't know you just get exposed to things and from there you learn about a culture's food and religions and shit you know like uh, art is just a way to like it attracts your mind and shit you know what i mean yeah and then you know we, we end up in these places and i'm like all right so you know, I asked the people that pick us up and, and our, our our tour guides or whatever. I'm like, yo, so what's up? What's popping out here? Like, what's the dope food? What do y'all eat? What's what do y'all make money off? Like, yeah. what's the you know what I'm saying? Because I want to know. Yeah. You know, what I'm I want to know if I, where I'm at, what's going on. You know what I mean? And then from there, what like, I start listening to some somebody who's a musician from one of those places, and then now you want to watch movies made in that country and then you get the feel of how the life is. And then I don't know. Now you're taking a vacation, not work related there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Most definitely, bro. Yeah, it's like being curious. It's weird. There's shit that I'm like either curious about, and then there's things like I could give a fuck about. But we all have our different interests and shit, and I guess that's important. As long as you're interested in something, because if nothing interests you, then shit gotta suck, man. Get yeah, you gotta be. And, and it gotta be something that's not 100% like, 
it's tough for the kids now because all they know is what they know you know what i'm saying like you know what they grew up on is this new shit you know what i'm saying it's not the no, the old shit yeah so you know it's tough for them to like do it but you know for people who grew up beforehand like detach yourself from this new shit if it got a stranglehold on you at least a little bit like take some time out or take a vacation or whatever it is that you need to do to refresh do that shit because people get lost in the sauce man yeah man i always find that getting out of my environment is a great way to clear my head like even if you're just driving outside the city and stay somewhere or in the cut for a couple of days or just getting out of the shit you see every day is a really good way to shake it up. No matter, even if you're seeing palm trees and beaches every day or fucking the same block, just go into somewhere else for somewhere else. I don't know. You can leave everything behind, turn your fucking phone off and try to get your head straight. Yeah, nah, you're right. You're right, man. And I'm like, yo, that shit that you said, I think it was on the podcast that we did um the last time. Mm-hmm. And you said you, um, you don't bring your phone into the bedroom. Yeah, no electronics in the bedroom, dude. No TV, phone, no computer. Yo, that shit right there, I'm definitely putting that into like... Bro, it changed my sleeping, like, better. I've never slept better in my life, dude. Like, it's a peaceful sleep. It's a rest. You know, you can't watch TV in there. You're just associated with a place to rest, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. None of that. Although the problem is, if someone calls you in the middle of the night needing bail or in trouble, they're they're fucked because you ain't getting answers and shit. That's the tough shit about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, with a kid and shit like that in case yeah. something, you know, whatever. Exactly. But, I, mean, but I, I like that idea. Maybe maybe having it in the room, but just like turning it over or shutting yeah, it off yeah. or whatever the case may be, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to be. Yo, that's a good idea, man. That shit right there, I'm definitely going to try to use that this year. So you started out just taking like the, that shit yeah, a lot more. Pick out the router. If you got a router for the internet and your, and your Wi-Fi in your house is in your bedroom, get that shit out of there. Less blue lights. And not having the TV there, because then I'm not, like, in bed with the possibility of watching something. I'm just going to that bed when I'm fucking tired, even if that means I knock out on the couch in the living room and then stumble to the bed, you know? It helped yeah. my sleeping out like a motherfucker, dude. Um, yeah, that's a good idea, man. Yeah, it's man. just, like, for not only for sleeping, but, like, um, if you got a partner and shit, it just oh, adds, yeah. adds more shit, like. Yeah. yeah, way more to talk about now. Yeah, you can get you can, you can yeah, you can yeah, exactly. You be present, man. And that shit is important, bro. Yeah, I hate using that word too because it sounds corny as fuck, but it's that's what it is. You're both present with each other there in the moment. As silly as it Facts, is. man. Yeah, that man. shit, that 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 shit, the distraction is real, so real. I mean, dude, I'm easily distracted too, so it's fucking it's a travesty when I can't sleep at night. So the less to distract me, the better off I am and shit, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea, man. I like that. Yo, Deadeye, man, do you put? Are you gonna press uh vinyl versions of of your project or not? I got I got the first album that is coming. Um, I believe in March. Oh, bro. I had the pre order up all last year, <clears throat> and we did pretty good. And then um um we just we just wrapped it up like recently, and um, we're about to get that shit rocking. Um, yeah. so that'll be like March time around there. Hell yeah. The new record I would like to do as well. Um, but I got this company that that like likes a bunch of my shit and they're willing to to put up some at least the, the marketing situation. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think a bunch of my shit's about to get on vinyl. Yeah, man. You know? DJ having this shit on records is dope to me. So even Yo, it's super right. dope, man. And um I love records, so that shit's gonna be a big day for me. Yo. 
What are some of your favorite records you got in the in the rotation lately? Um, that, that I'm playing at, at, at spots or or just random records that I fuck like with. In your world, dude, in little dead eyes, little world of people. <clears throat> I was just playing this shit the other day because I love this record. Oh yeah, dude, the pillage. I've been rocking the pillage last year harder than I did when it came out for some reason, dude. I fucking love that album, man. To me, it's a classic. You know, out of the out of the Wu Camp and shit. <laughs> and I, I, I bought this the other day. Yeah. I bought this one the other day because I love this album. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's like. That's my personal favorite outcast record. A- ATL yeah. is a film. Me too. It's my it's my personal favorite. Uh I I think it's their best one, but you know, Aquemini is so Yeah, dude, that's that's a tough one not to that's that's a vital that's a flip record. a coin, real really, but um I I'm more of an AT Aliens uh vibe dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, Sonic Avalon on there is retarded. It is, it is there. Um, what else, man? There's random shit. I just put some of these shits up. These are some of my favorite records because I got them fucking signed and shit. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Prodigy signed that. Yeah, that's it. Shook ones. Um, I got um Premier's fucking Serato uh album. Oh shit. And he signed it with Royce. So yeah, so you're a fan first. You, but you know, right. you remain a fan, right? You're not just an artist and, and shit, but you're a fan. Oh, I, right? I, I I remain a fan because that way I'll never ever get um ahead of myself, bro. Yeah. You know, I, I could blow up. I could, I could, if you know, I could be on some Kanye shit and get ten billion or whatever. But I'm still gonna be the. I'm still if I see fucking red or fucking whatever uh shit, big boy or something. Yeah. I'm still gonna be like, yo, that's fucking big boy, dog. Like yeah. I need to go shake his hand or tell him he's the man. Like yo, one time we was in um, we was in South by Southwest. It was our first time there, right? And we on the we on the streets and we trying to get into this club and the bouncers is being whack and uh, we going in there to um get up with clips and you know it was around that time like two thousand yeah. whatever it was like five or some shit uh and and uh, you know these dudes are up here beefing and I'm on the street just chilling like waiting to to go in and I look to the side like my peripheral see this group of motherfuckers walking towards me. And it's fucking a bunch of goons and fucking Ice Cube, dog. Oh, shit. Bro. That's pretty ill. Went up to Ice Cube. I was like, bro, you're the fucking man. Yeah. And I shook his hand. And and um, I guess right behind him was like Dub C grilling me crazy. Like if I if I did anything, like Dub C would have took my head off. <laughs> then another time we was in Shea 45. This during during the drinking time. So we was wilding in there. I had two bottles of fucking... Uh, Grey Goose and some other shit in my hands, and the fucking elevator opens and it's fucking Ed Lover, bro. Oh shit! That's I was like, yo, <laughs> I could have believed that shit, y'all. Was spazzing. I'll never not be a fan, bro. Yeah, that shit raised me, bro. I was fucking five or it's six really when important. I heard Lottie you know. It's really important for artists to keep their their soul and their in their craft. And you know when you're not when you kind of lose sight of being a fan first, it's kind of it's you know I I, I think I felt that at a certain time. Yeah, not, there's definitely a time when you feel that. Um, yeah. I get that at times because I'm working with some of these yeah. guys and yeah. some of these legends and shit, and then you see the different sides of these people, and you're like, damn, this nigga kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, this this girl ain't, ain't all you know what it's cracked up to be. Some shit. You know, like. Yeah. They ain't, they ain't those records. <laughs> uh, but it's a good perspective to keep, man. It keeps you, it's like keeps you youthful in a way, you know? Oh, it's amazing, man. 
I, I do that every time. If I, if I get up with somebody who is somebody now that I'm cool with, that are, that we're, we're, we're like, you know, mutual friends and shit, I'll, I'll do my fan shit immediately. I'll get up to them and be like, yo, look, I'm going to get this out the way because I know shit be weird for y'all sometimes, but sign my motherfucking CD, dog. <laughs> or sign my vinyl, you know what I'm saying? I remember I did that to Fame. I was like, yo, I'm going to get this out the way, bro. Uh, Fizzy Womack. He's like, oh, come on, Sean, stop it, Sean. <laughs> on your podcast, you should do some rap impersonations, yo. Yeah, be- I got some good ones. I got some good ones. I would love to hear those. I have zero impersonations, but I would love to hear those sometime. Yeah. Yo, you're a I smart would have to figure. I would have to figure out the ones I could do really good and then do those. Yeah. Uh, a worldly gentleman like yourself, what's the best rap album to ever come out of the state of Michigan? Michigan? State of Michigan. We're going in the middle today. Boom. Right in the middle. Wow. State of Michigan. State of Michigan. You thought I was going to say something else. Best best hip-hop album or best album? Yeah, yeah, hip-hop album. My fault. We'll keep it like in a specific Yeah, because, yo, that Motown shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that'll convolute the shit too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Best hip-hop album out of Michigan, period. I would probably say one of of Marshall's joints, probably fucking... This guy said one of Marshall's joints. That's great. You gotta said be, Marshall. I gotta be like, it gotta be like Marshall Mathers LP or or Eminem show. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have to say after that, like um one of Elzai shits or a Slum Village or or Dilla. That's what I was or, thinking. I was gonna say donuts, but that's an instrumental, so I don't know if that happened. yeah, that's the only reason I, I didn't say it. Um, yeah, anything JD, anything guilty Simpson, Elzai, fucking uh Black Milk, all them dudes, fire. Uh, Detroit reminds me of Boston because not in the sense of the city, but the the rap uh, scene, because it's a bunch of, and like Philly, it reminds me of too. It's a bunch of like ill, ill, ill spitters and it's cold and we don't really get the props like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Philly gets props because it's two hours from New York. Yeah. But, you know, not only that, but they're amazing at rap too, but they also two hours from New York, so it's a different. They had kind of bully footed they shit in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whereas Detroit and Boston are way further out, and we're all the same vibe. We all got spitters. We all got dudes that could be mainstream, and we got dudes that are super grimy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Well, uh, not that it's a sister city or anything like that, but Detroit and Philly are two towns that like remind me of the Bean in terms of their rap scene and their um fandom for their squads like they don't they don't they don't mix teams like they fuck with their shit and that's it like you know what i'm saying they're unified you know how like you got dudes that like fucking move to fucking boston from new york mad little and then fucking laker fans somehow like or cowboys fans and shit (laughs) you know what i'm saying like that shit is crazy but that these those certain towns like Boston, Detroit, Philly, like, they don't switch their shit up. They fuck with their shit, and that's it. That's true, man. For the most part, you know what I'm saying? The old school vibe of of those towns is like that, for sure. For sure, for sure. When uh, when you travel, like, okay, travel in the U.S., which state has the worst food? Fuck, you'd rather just ramen it back? Worst food. food. Who's, can we say, yo? I mean, yo, a lot of that shit in the middle is, is very bad. Like, yeah, like, like there's just bad everything. Like, uh, shit. We've been to fucking Wyoming. Yeah. Like, we've been to. Nah, fucking... Wyoming's all right, dude. I, I no, but I'm not saying that the 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 like the food is whatever though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Oklahoma was okay. Uh, the 
Nebraska. Uh, shit. Uh, Nebraska, bro. Yeah, Nebraska's terrible. Nebraska, your yeah. sucks. Uh, like Kansas, Kansas State, Kansas State, Kansas City, Missouri. Best motherfucking barbecue on the planet, brother. It was quite delicious. Yo, if you ever go there to grub on some shit, yo, the barbecue is next level. Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, two different ones. The other one you just two get different worlds. Tornado. What up? The other one's just Tornado City, you know. Yeah, and it's just nothing and whack and boring and shit. The yeah. Kansas City, Missouri, though, man, that shit is next level with the grub. All right, dude, you just got off fucking stage. And you don't drink anymore and you supplement it with even more ganja. So now your appetite's kind of raging. You don't got your kid. Where are you? What would you want to snack on? Put some fucking calories in your body late night, dude. I could already tell you I'd probably eat anything. So whatever's close. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, definitely like shit. Some like fried chicken or some shit. Chicken late night? Hey, or, or some, grilled ch- some grilled chicken too. Some grilled chicken too. Uh, um, chicken wings. Oh, yes. man. Yes. Also, shit, right? things when you drive, chicken wings, terrible. Yeah. Um, burgers, burgers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On some American shit. Um, <laughs> some American like, shit. Nah, real talk. Cause like yeah. the fucking like the spaghetti and all that shit. I should be having fucked up late night. Like you, you bloated. You know what I'm saying for me eating that shit. Yeah. Um, at, at me at this age anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit. Some fucking empanadas. Oh, some tacos, bro. Some soft tacos. Oh, I eat so many tacos coming out of my ears out here in LA, dude. I eat tacos quite a bit. Yeah, that shit. That shit a little too much out there. At least that's why I love East. That's why I love East Coast America because like it's so diverse. You, I love that you love America this much. It's getting me. I feel like I'm listening. It's great, man. It's great. You know, people get people. People, you know have whatever their you know like push ups their, their opinions yeah their opinions about whatever you know what I'm saying about this country and shit. And I I'm just you know obviously the motherfuckers done super fucked up shit throughout the fucking uh years and throughout okay. the centuries yeah. and shit. Mad evil motherfuckers ran this shit. They still running this shit. Ain't nobody saying this shit is the best shit. But yo yeah when you go outside of this shit yeah tell them you realize how ill this place is. Yeah, man, seeing seeing places and traveling everywhere and living in other places and shit will get you a yeah, different you spots where they tell you how to do everything. You can't be free to do shit. Yeah. Or you go, I went to one spot one time. We was in like rural Germany. Like that shit was still fucked up from the war type shit. Like, like the, the slowness yeah. of everything, you know what I'm saying? And like they had like one mall, like, and it was like, Everything was in the mall, like, and it was like, it was just, I was like, yo, this is how motherfuckers live out here. Like, at least if this shit was in America, we'd have like, you know, you'd have like a fucking Domino's or some shit you could call that's open 24 hours. They don't got no 24 hours shit nowhere, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, this shit's crazy, dog. I mean, there's like I have places with like, like no running water and utilities are, are futile. Yeah, like, yo. I remember one time we was in we was in Italy somewhere on the coast uh on the coast of the Mediterranean and shit and we was in this spot the hotel had no toilet seats bro like it was just bowl oh that's like uh, like straight bowl like you on the bowl bro you're crazy I do squats so like yo you realize you're like yo some spots you're like yo there ain't no twenty four hour nothing like I can't even get like a candy bar to eat right now like nothing bro. 
and like no sushi, like no fly shit. Like, <laughs> I yo, love you, yo, yo, you step out this shit, you're like, God damn, I miss America. After three, after, yo, three weeks, three weeks is my threshold, bro. Yo, you're, you're hilarious, bro. I love yo, that. real though. Yo, three weeks is my threshold. Yo, we did a we did yeah. a tour with we did a tour with, uh, like ten years ago with AZ. That shit was like three weeks, bro. By the end of that shit, I was like not having nothing. Like, I was like, yo, I, I got to the spot. I can't read the menu. The fucking tour guide don't speak English. The person making my food don't speak English. I was just like, bro, I need some fucking rice and fucking arroz con pollo right now. Like, immediately. And you're just not in these places where you could get that shit. Oh, yeah. So your food's crazy. You got no real weed. Like shit is crazy. No real weed is y'all. America's the shit, dog. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Yo, you heard it here first, yeah. DJ uh, Dead Eye. Like, a, what is it? Twenty twenty four. DJ Dead Eye. Twenty twenty four.